Hi, you're listening to Life Balance Today podcast. I'm Dana Tisdale, and I'm a woman on a mission to help one million people to find balance and peace and well-being in their lives. You're listening to Life Balance Today, your weekly podcast to help bring balance and well-being back into your life. Join your host, Dana Tisdale, as we go over topics such as finances, relationships, self-growth, social media, career, and family, and discuss practical solutions that you can do today to bring balance to your life. talking about John Demartini and his theories about why resolutions fail if they're not driven by intrinsic motivation and what intrinsic motivation is. So we're staying with that um, today. We're going to go over what is motivation. Motivation is an, is an internal process within yourself that um, drives you to to goal-oriented behavior uh, causes you to act, whether it's getting a glass of water or to reduce the thirst or reading a book to gain knowledge. Motivation involves the biological, emotional, social, and cognitive forces that activate behavior. In everyday language, the term motivation is frequently described why a person does something. It's the driving force behind human actions. Motivation doesn't just refer to the factors that activate behaviors. It also involves the factors that direct and maintain the goal-oriented actions through such motives are rarely, though such motives are rarely directly observable. As a result, we often infer the reasons why people do things is totally based on observable behaviors, but a lot of times it's internal motivated. Um, so there are two different kinds of motivation. There's intrinsic motivation and there's extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is something that is within you. It may be something that, uh, comes from your family of origin, how you're taught, your family values, your maybe religious upbringing, uh, just a sense of, you know, what you, what is important to you or not important to you, what, what really is a value in your, in your life and what is not a value in life. Uh, it depends on if you're going after, let's just say you're, you're motivated to protest something, then that would be um, something that is against your values, but you will feel like you need to do something about it. So um, extrinsic motivation is something that comes from the outside. It's, uh, it could be a negative, uh, intrinsic motivation. Like if you don't put your seatbelt on, you run the risk of getting a ticket. And if you get too many tickets, you could end up in jail. So that's an intrinsic motivator. Um, or it could be a positive one, like, um, you know, running a marathon and you, you, you get a placement in the marathon circuit, or you get a, um, 
a metal to wear around your neck or what have you. So they're just, you know, um, we're all driven by both of them. Um, I don't know about how equally, uh, I think that in my own life, it's probably been more intrinsic than extrinsic. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd have to sit there and really, um, really inventory everything to, to, to see whether that's actually true, that it's, uh, not 50, 50 or even more extrinsic, intrinsically, extrinsically motivated. So. There are different uses for motivation. They use, they're used for guiding forces. Uh, like I said, with the seatbelt, um, example, I mean, you know, you might be a, a great driver, but like I used to tell my late husband, um, I'm not worried about your driving. I'm worried about everybody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so motivation can help improve the efficiency of people as they work toward a goal, can help people take action. It can encourage people to engage in health oriented behaviors. It can help people avoid unhealthy or maladaptive behaviors, risk-taking uh, behaviors and addiction. It can help people feel more in control of their lives and it can improve the overall well-being and happiness in your life. So the impact of motivation, anyone who's ever had a goal, like wanting to lose 20 pounds or run a marathon, probably immediately realizes that simply having the desire to accomplish something is not enough. Achieving such a goal requires the ability to persist through obstacles and endurance to keep going in spite of difficulties. There are three major components of motivation, activation, persistence, and intensity. Activation involves the decision to initiate a behavior such as enrolling in a psychology class. Persistence is the continued effort toward a goal, even though obstacles may exist. This is the biggest issue, right? We all kind of uh, either could lose steam, you know, if it's something that is a change that becomes, it's very hard to affect change and keep up the persistence, especially when you're, the the reward is is off in the future and it's delayed because of whatever um you know and obstacles sometimes are hard to figure out how to overcome an example of persistence would be taking more psychology courses in order to earn a degree although it requires a significant investment in time energy and resources Intensity can be seen in this concentration and vigor that goes into pursuing a goal. For example, one student might coast without much effort, while another student might study regularly, participate in discussions, and take advantage of research opportunities outside of class. The first student lacks intensity, while the second student pursues the educational goals with greater intensity. So, no, it's, it kind of goes to that old adage, you get you get out what you put in. So, I mean, there, there's also the adage that even the last uh, graduating student in med school is still called doctor, but do, is that the kind of person you want to be? I mean, there are certain times where, you know, um, maybe your effort is better served in a different place. Um, and so, you know, you have to make that choice of whether you just 
it's okay to just uh, get by with a C in a, cl- in a certain class if, you know, you need to, to have a, a higher grade in another class or you know that that class is going to, that other class will benefit you more in the future. So the degree of which these components of motivation can impact whether you achieve or not, don't achieve your goal Strong activation, for example, means that you're more likely to pursue a goal. Persistence and intensity will determine whether you keep working toward that goal and how much effort you devote to reaching it. Like I was saying, I mean, you know, sometimes we take on a goal and the reward for that goal or achieving that goal is way out in the future. Um, I've mentioned, you know, that I have a a bit of weight to lose. And so it's not going to happen overnight, but you know, it's, and sometimes it, it, it is very discouraging and disheartening to, uh, be doing everything right and, and not to see more results on the scale or in your clothes or whatever. And so sometimes you just have to keep the persistence of knowing that eventually, you know, uh, your results are going to be there, but it, it, it is difficult sometimes. So the the potential pitfalls of motivation. There are things that you should watch out for that might hurt your motivation. And they are, and this kind of goes to what I was just saying, quick fixes or all or nothing thinking. So it's easy to motivate yourself if you can't fix something immediately or it's easy to feel unmotivated if you can't fix something immediately or if you can't have it all at once. And again, you have to remind yourself that, you know, it's, and that's what going back to the last episode when I was talking about, um, you know, being, being real and not living in a fantasy world and, and just being really true, truthful to yourself is how long is it going to take to lose 50 pounds as opposed to, and sometimes, you know, if somebody has just a little bit of weight to lose, um, maybe like five pounds, it can be harder for that person to lose the five pounds than it could be for, uh, the 50 pound person, the person who's trying to lose 50 pounds, especially for men, I'm just going to say, um, but you know, you just hear about that last, especially if you've lost a lot of weight and all you have is five pounds to lose. Sometimes it is, it's really hard to get to that goal, goal line. And, you know, thinking that one size fits all just because an approach or a method worked for someone else doesn't mean that it'll work for you. This is, I mean, this is a real big issue with this, you know, billion dollar, weight loss industry. I mean, you get into these programs and they assure you that you will have the success because everyone succeeds on it if they're doing it right. Well, I was involved in one and I went into it telling this woman that I'm allergic to soy. And she questioned me, you know, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. She said, are you sure you're allergic to soy or you're just sensitive to soy? And I said, I'm allergic to soy. I have had my food allergies tested and I'm allergic to soy. Well, there are different kinds of soy. And I was like, I am allergic to soy. So anyway, unfortunately, I let her talk me into trying it and I felt terrible on it. And not only did I 
feel terrible. I really was not having much success. I felt very gassy and bloated. And when we would talk about where I was, she was just insisted that I was doing something wrong, which was, of course, you know, not exactly what I would call a good coach. Um, but that's the way they train the people in this particular uh, diet program. So I, I stopped that. But, you know, there one size doesn't fit all in, in many cases. So, all right. So tips on finding motivation. So here's where you need to go to that intrinsic motivation. So, um, in my blog post on January the 22nd, I believe it was, um, I went over three ways to find your intrinsic motivation. And one of them is think about when you were a child, what did you like to do? I mean, what, what gave you joy? What did you find that you like to do the most when your mom said, you know, go, go outside and play or whatever. I mean, did you like to run and jump and run around and, uh, play on the playground equipment? Or did you find that you were a child that likes to take a book and go in the, the corner and read, or did you like dancing or did you like to play out little skits with your friends and, you know, and perform for the, for the neighborhood or for your parents? I did. I mean, that's what I did. And, um, I love dancing and I used to make up these little, um, little voices. And I used to just, you know, make my mother laugh like crazy because I would come in talking like an old lady and I was just a little kid dressed like an old lady. And anyway, um, so think about what you liked as a child. The other thing is think about if money was no object and you no longer had to work for a living, what would you do? Would you travel around the world? Is that what you would do? Would you um, donate to, it to charity or your time to charity, the time that you would be working in an office or for whatever it is you do for work? I mean, you would donate that time to a charity and further a cause instead of um, doing um, instead of doing what you're doing for money. Um, the other thing is what hobby is it that you, that you miss not doing because you're doing, because you're busy doing other things like raising kids or working or whatever. Um, think about the hobbies. Do you like to create things? Are you crafty? Do you like to build things out of wood or do you like to work on cars or do you like to, um, drive cars fast? Do you like to, what are those things? Think about those and think about ways that you can, um, incorporate them back into your life and see how they might fit in with the goals that you're trying to accomplish. So if you're trying to save money, let's just say that your goal is to save money, save more money. Well, what is it that you're trying to save toward? Is there anything that you're rewarding yourself with along the way or at the end, the end goal for, for saving this money? Because if you don't have something that you really can reach out to in the future and 
you know, and, and see it, see that goal in your mind, then you're less likely to stick to it. You'll find all kinds of reasons why you need to spend that money or eat that chocolate bar or, um, whatever. So anyway, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we're going to start talking about, um, I'm developing a workshop for the, uh, people in the encore years of their lives. And the encore years are defined as around 55 to 70, um, after middle age, but prior to old age. And that, that is also obviously very subjective, um, to each person. So, um, we're going to start talking about some of the, the things that I'm covering in my workshop and the, in these podcasts. So, Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Life Balance Today. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode or an opportunity to learn how you can bring balance to your life. For daily content, follow at Life Balance Today on Instagram. And remember, it's never too late to start your journey of finding balance in your life.